0: Hello, and welcome to the Sister Struggles Podcast. My name is Joanna Jama at Sister Struggles Podcast on IG, and this is my podcast where I dig deeper into redefining self-care as a way for you to listen to your intuition, your needs, create better self-care habits and mindsets that serve you, and not the roles you've been given. Then you can free yourself from burnout, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to new episodes. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Sister Struggles. This is Joe, and I'm gonna ask you something. So, have you ever been asked to do something and you answered like you understood, right? But you actually had no clue what they said. And then you have to go figure it out, but you don't wanna ask because you acted like you knew what you were talking about already, right? I feel like that's happened to me so many times, so that is why I no longer subscribe to hyper-independence. And that's the topic of today's episode. I was trying to think, I'm like, what is it about doing it all on your own that makes you feel strong, makes you feel like you have a sense of worth, pride, um, like you don't need anyone's help to be successful, you don't need them for anything, you're showing yourself clearly you've got this. And obviously, yes, that is a sense of pride. You got to gas yourself up. You got to be the one to celebrate your wins, right? But I really think it becomes misleading because, like, for example, some of my favorite songs are about hustling, grinding, like just gaining success from the hard work that I put in. And I personally feel like nobody can tell me anything after I've manifested something, after I've reached a goal that I've already planned out. And like when I've made it all happen on my own. I just feel like I can do anything, but it becomes misleading because I think it gives us a false sense of what it means to be independent and that getting to that quote unquote pinnacle of success or however you define success means that you didn't need anything from anybody. Nobody gave you an ounce of support, whether it was financial, whether it's emotional. And that's not true because, because then what happens when you can't do it all your own? Like, does it change how you feel about yourself? Does it change what you feel like you're capable of? I hope not, because as easy as it can be to fall into that negative trap, if I want you to remember one thing, if you don't remember anything else from this episode, remember this, not one single person, not one single successful person, again, however you define success, has ever made it without help. Again, I don't care if it's money, whether somebody called to check in on you, Therapy sessions, somebody brought you dinner, somebody, you know, just asked you how your day was, they let you cry on their couch for hours because you're going through something, we've all had help in some form. Now, let's break down. What are the moments that trigger us to reach for hyper-independence as a coping mechanism? Um, and also, recently, I've learned it's, a, it's also a trauma response. And from what I've seen, and especially for me, and particularly in the strong Black woman narrative, something that I hear come up a lot is not wanting to look needy. Not even wanting to look like you're a human with needs and that maybe you might need support every now and then. And I think that makes you keep your walls up. It keeps everybody out. It makes you not trust other people, so therefore you're not going to ask. And then especially if you've been in situations where people have proven to you that they're not reliable enough uh, when you do need support and help, of course it can feel like shit. And so you're like, well, why the fuck am I going to ask anybody for help if people aren't coming through for me? And I get that. I get that. But when we turn it inwards on ourselves, ultimately it's still hurting ourselves even further because then we are losing out on the opportunity to ask somebody for help that actually may help us um, and prove to us that yes people can be disappointing but also people can be great so even though that may be something that you're telling yourself that you're needy that you're asking for too much this is something I, I've definitely done in the past and I'm always working against every day but I recognize that I'm allowed to ask for help that is normal. And despite here's another tr- possible trigger. Despite maybe you the way that you were raised and your conditioning and just the environment that you grew up around, you maybe you were forced to have to rely on yourself so again then you don't trust other people or you've always just been like I've got it. I'm good. I don't even need to ask for help, so it may not even occur to you. That's a direct result of how your your external circumstances have affected and influenced how you see yourself, how you move about in the world, how you want others to perceive you. But I'm here to normalize asking for help because that is normal. Society may tell us that is a quote-unquote weakness um, or may try to push this narrative that you're only worthy in your success if you do it all on your own in this competitive mode all the time to try to be the best, the best, the best, the best, but never checking in on ourselves and each other. So I digress, I'm going on a tangent, but know that you're deserving of help. All you have to do is ask for it. And you don't have to be ashamed about asking for help or the reasons or the circumstances that you've gotten into that you need help. Focusing on whose fault it is or whose blame it is doesn't help you. And I think really just keeps you locked in your excuses of why you're not asking for help. You also have absolutely nothing to prove to anybody. How other people see you is ultimately not your concern in any way. And I know in the times that I've felt like undermined or underestimated, especially as a black woman, like that is so triggering for me. And my first response is always to be angry and want to be like, oh, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I'm going to do that by overachieving, by doing the most. So I make sure that you see me. But again, all that energy I'm putting on them and I'm putting on trying to change or shift how they see me when I should just be putting it into to me and focusing on what I already know I'm good at, focusing on the magic I already have within myself, and then just having my own work speak for itself. So whatever reasons that You fall into hyper-independence, whether it's conscious or not. Like, I totally get it. I live it. It's a struggle, especially when you don't realize you're doing it because it's become a lifelong habit, but... What I want you to remember is that you always have a choice and awareness is the first step. So once you realize that you're doing it and that it may be, you know, harming your life in some sort of way. And that's how I realized that I was like, I'm burning out all the time. I'm always exhausted and realizing I'm doing all these things that I don't need to be doing and for who. So that's something to check your reasons or I like to say excuses for wanting to put that burden on ourselves. So you can start right now. By chipping away at that shame that you may have placed on yourself after all, you know, over your entire life, that asking for help is not okay, it's not normal, it's weak. Um, that's really up to you. You get to design, like I always say, you get to design and follow your own values. Uh, you can rewrite your own values and live your life in a way that makes more sense to you. And that's going to take doing something different than what you've done in the past. So let go of what's been done in the past. That's done. And you can start right now doing something different. Um, and in those moments that you get caught up in wanting to clam up, stay silent, just show people that you got it. Um, remember that you're denying yourself the tools to your own comfort. You're only hurting yourself in the end. You're denying yourself the tools to your success. You're denying yourself the tools to understanding what you need. And I really think that nobody's perception of you is worth that sacrifice, that pain, that stress, that struggle. It's not worth it. So today's Science of Self-Care segment is a article I found on psychcentral.com, and it is about how hyperindependence is a trauma response. I feel like the first line, it got me, uh, because it really focuses on this mentality of I versus we, and this is when you choose to be independent of everyone, even though it may negatively affect you. And this can look like taking on too much, saying no to help, having trouble delegating delegating tasks, and it can be linked to past trauma. So if you want to dig a little bit deeper into that article and find out about, you know, ways that you can help yourself cope along with this episode, uh, that's going to be in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys again for tuning in to an episode of Sister Struggles. So please rate, review, subscribe, and just let me know what you think. And I would love to hear what you guys would love to hear on future episodes.